back to the norm. So this is, uh, I'm back to the norm. <laughs> but let me tell you, um, it is what it is. Like, but my thing is, I want everybody to be happy within their skin. I don't want nobody to force anything. I hope every th- everybody is well. I hope nothing um, dramatic or serious has happened to anyone. I hope everybody is living the best life that they could actually live with whomever they want to live it with. How about that? <laughs> like, um, my spirit is so free that I cannot contain hate. So um, if you think that I am hating on you or you think that I'm doing anything rudely to you, you need to check yourself, babes, because no one's doing it but you. Lately, what I have been doing is I have been creating um, hoodies, T-shirts. I really am starting to get a niche in doing that because I like to design. I like to create things. I like to make things that you can't go find in a store. So I like to be as original as possible. Like, like that's sometimes I go to stores and malls and stuff like that just to look at the clothes, just to make sure I'm not mimicking anyone's style because they'll be like, oh, well, that's my style. I had no, you didn't. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. Because I went and looked at your line, and your line ain't had none of that. And I looked at it from three years ago, and still ain't had none of that. And I looked at it from six years ago, and it still didn't have that. So, with that being said, I'm an original. Anything that I create is original. You're going to, if somebody's going to, um, you, if somebody's going to do it, they're going to copy off of me. They're going to get an idea off of me because I don't copy off of anything and anyone. I don't see anything out here to copy or to mimic. Sorry. I'm not saying that no, that y'all not talented. Y'all are very talented. It's just that um, I feel like that's your lane. So I stay in my lane and I try not to interfere in your lane. So you won't think that. My business is trying to steal any dollars or cents or quarters from you because that's not what we're into. We like to keep it as original as possible. So I had the opportunity to do a hoodie for a little child who liked it Sonic and I heard that he went crazy. And then I had the opportunity to do another hoodie for a gentleman and um, he allowed me to um, be free with it, meaning um, he didn't give me um, any um, images or anything to go off. I actually went online and um, the thing that he gave me was his name. So I went online and tried to find something that um, I can use pertaining to his name. And I actually found a lot of um, words and symbols and a whole bunch of other stuff, and it was really creative. I had a really fun time um, actually researching, finding stuff, um, um, cutting and pacing, and it's it's amazing like how I could take a whole picture and just use just a little bit out of the picture and actually make something that really looks really good. Like The hoodie looks so good that it should be a brand. It should be in a store with a brand. Like A brand needs to capture it like I like my thing is I don't have no problem with working with brands don't ever think that I would don't ever think that I think I'm too big to work with you no 
You could be smaller than my company. You could never have did anything and just starting out with a company. And if you come to me correctly or you talking correctly, yeah, I have no problem with working with you guys at all. Brand or just establishing a brand. I have no problem with working with it. The problem that I have with you brands is you, your artists and your designers like to go online and y'all like to like, Y'all like to steal stuff from people who are are trying to make something out of their thing, out of their name, and then y'all solely claim it. Like y'all don't even send them a DM, y'all don't see them a, send them an email, nothing. Oh, I used it. I'm gonna give you five percent of the sale. None of it. You just steal and act like you was the person that that established everything. That's why um you gotta be careful when you do that because bad gonna come on you when you steal from people and you see that they struggling trying to make themselves better and you just want to steal and you already in the limelight you already getting a check from gucci or fendio or prada or dolce cabana or whatever the names may be you already in the payroll that's my thing my thing is if you already in their payrolls you're supposed to be creative you don't need to go online and steal anything wait a minute that's why you got to start looking at yourself, too. I know I said this before in the podcast. Like, if people are stealing from you and if people are mimicking you, um, sweetheart, um, sir, you're, you're successful. They only start copying you when you become successful. You might not see the successful check like they see in it, but you are successful. The next step is the check. So don't stop what you're doing. They watching and they looking for a reason and then they copying because they don't have no type of ideas. They don't have no creativity. They can't create anything. They mind is stuck on whatever the hell drugs that they're on. And, you know, you know, when you are authentic and you are original and you are. You just think you just freestyle with everything like a lot of stuff. I just come off the top of my head with it. I, sometimes I don't even sketch it out. Like, like y'all do, y'all sketch y'all stuff out and then y'all go make it. Like you could give me some material and I'll just make it right there. I'm not giving you no blueprint of anything because I don't feel like that's being creative. I feel like you copying off the paper and you trying to manifest it to be something original and it's not. I think when you freestyle something, that's the most original state that you could ever be in. That's why I love listening to freestyle rappers, yo. When they could just come up come up with words like like this and it like makes sense and it's rhyming. Oof. Fire. And I like artists that stay in they drunk, that stay in their lane. Like they not trying to see what you doing or they not trying to follow you. So they could be like, oh, I know how to do that. I could do that better than her. Look, look. Like you corny than the werewolf. So why don't you come up with something to where you could be better than me? Don't take none of my ideas. Don't take none of my inspirations. Don't take none of that. Just go with a with a blank canvas and freestyle that. Why you can't go do that? Because you're not creative. You just got a name. Everybody know your name. Like your name ring bells because that's what you do. You copy and you get ahead. You step on people. Listen, back in the day, that's all they did was step on black people. They stole their inventions and they made trillions and millions of dollars off of them. Like, come on. That's not going to never change with us. Like I could say if my skin was a little, little, little bit lighter, probably. 
Probably it would. Probably I wouldn't be, probably I wouldn't have so many challenges with trying to present my work to people. And then when somebody find out I know how to do it, now everybody's silent. Oh, oh, that shit hot. I don't know what y'all talking about. This is, this is the <laughs> I just be sitting back looking like, I know. Like, I know. I knew you was going to like it. Because it was, it's something that I will wear. And it's something, and if I, and if I don't, if I don't want to wear it, I won't make it. That's why I know, I know I'm hot. That's why I'm not listening to people who think anything negative of me and they want to just talk because they got a voice and they just want to talk because they got teeth and they just want to talk because they tongue twirl around in their mouth. I don't care about y'all opinions. I keep telling you, this is thickening up season. Your opinions is just going to make my ass fatter. Okay. It's not going to make my stomach fat this time. It's going to make my ass fatter. And I'll make sure you see with all them words and sentences and synonyms and antonyms you be trying to throw at me. And I'll be, where's the food at? I'll be yarning these. Just get away from me with that. I know they be mad as hell because they be wanting me to hear. They be wanting me to hear their frustration and their aggravation. They be wanting me to hear that shit hard as hell. And I'm nicely yarning they behinds. Can you please move out my way, please? Thank you. And have a nice day. <laughs> See, a person like me, you're going to have to try real, 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 You see all them R's that I'm real, real, Like I'm a car. <laughs> That's how hard you're going to have to try. Because, like, yeah, I work with words. I know I know what they do. I know what they don't do. So you using things that will never hurt me. Even when, like, I'm so, I'm so accustomed to, if, even if you steal something from me, I'm still not hurt. Ah, uh, hey, probably you needed more than I did. <laughs> But guess what? When you steal from somebody, you steal in their sins. So you just did me a favor, boo-boo. All that, all that that I just got stolen from, you that's why I'm good. That's why I'm going to be blessed. You want to see? Because you keep stealing from me. Now, anytime you steal, you just give me all of your innocence. And you just make yourself look worse and worse and worse and worse and worse and worse. Worse and worse. <laughs> you be making yourself look horrible. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Yo, I'm supposed to be sad right now. No, I don't. I'm supposed to be sad right now. I'm supposed to be like a little bit in my feelings, but like lately, um, I've been listening to some nice sounds and. Um, Jay Aku, um, is into that and, um, she's the most peaceful like vibing person that you ever want to be around. And I, I really believe that it comes from those sounds, like, because those sounds, those sounds can make your hair grow. Them sounds could, um, like you have an anxiety, it calms it down. Like them, them sounds will make you stop having bad dreams. Like them sounds is like is 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 what our ancestors used to do. So, you know, when we hear it, 
is 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 relatable. Like it makes you feel good. So that's what I've been listening to lately. I've been listening to sounds and crystals and sounds of crystals and the bowls and stuff like that. Oh my gosh, life changer. Because instead of me like being aggressive and and talking aggressive now I'm just laughing and sometimes I might say a joke or something like that but in the meanwhile I'm quiet and I'm content with my um silence I'm content with myself I don't need anybody um opinions or even a fact telling me who I am I know who I am I'm so glad that I finally realized who I was and I woke up and I because I always was looking for someone else to identify and define who I was. And no, I think really a lot of that comes within. And I think that you can truly love and be in a loving relationship once you learn who you are and what you are and what you bring to the table. If you are confused about yourself and you're with somebody that knows what they want to do and they focus, it's it's not going to work. Because that person needs to to elevate themselves. That person needs to really find out really what they want to do in life. And sometimes uh, being isolated is the key. And you know, I always talk about isolation and being with yourself and loving yourself. These are very important topics that I'll be trying to talk to you guys about. I, I like to talk to the young people, especially. I really couldn't care if someone my age is listening or taking heed. I like to talk to people that's 12 and 13 and 14 and 15 years old. Those are the most valuable years that you need to be embedding good information into their mind and their soul and their body. Because that's they, they are about to be young adults. So the stage before a young adult, their mind needs to be sharp ready and willing to learn more things so they could be way more productive as um young adults like um one um a muslim brother that i follow um he said that uh, we need to start talking about rebuilding young people and he's correct because all we do now is uh, we put them in front of a tv we put them in front of video games we give them everything that they want but we're not really teaching them anything. We're not teaching them no values of anything. Um, we're telling them to do chores and they could get whatever. That's not good enough. I think you really need to embed like some values into younger um, people's bodies, like how to eat correctly, how to chew your food correctly, how to wash your face correctly, how to how to keep your hygiene up. Your hygiene is what introduce you before anybody sees you. If you smell, if you reek and you smell, before they turn around, before they, they turn around and look at you, they're going to be like, Mm-mm, I don't want to turn around and look because it stinks. But if you but if you smell like a rose, they gonna turn around automatically and want to right off the back start talking to you because you smell good, and then you look good. Your face is clean. You got a nice haircut. Even if your mother and your father can't afford to keep your haircut, brush your hair, comb your hair, clip your nails, go get a fowler. A fowler is a dollar. File down your nails. Keep your nails nice and 
and, and clean and, and, and shaped up uh, because, you know, dirt could get under there and that's how you get fungus and stuff like that. You know, keep your body, groom yourself. You want to look your best, not for other people, but for yourself. Because when you look good in the on the outside, your insides automatically start feeling good. You start feeling good. You start feeling positive. You want to be more motivated. You want to move around. You want to, you know, meet new people. You want to hear what they talking about. You're not so judgmental about any type of anything. Anybody could talk to you about any religion, about any sex, anything. You like, you just so open. So I think that uh, we should start teaching our kids at 12 Probably even 10, 10, 10 to um, 17 is a great, is great ages to um, start motivating and teaching our kids things that they don't teach them in school. Because the things that they're teaching, teaching them in school, they ain't never going to teach them how to really keep their hygiene up. Because when I was in school, didn't nobody teach me how to put deodorant under my arms. Nobody taught me how to shave. Nobody taught me how to do any of that. It was either you go to home Mac to learn how to cook or you go to shop to learn how to build something. And that was the end of that. So I think that while while you have young kids at home, your sole base should be on um, making them valuable adults, not just workers, because that's the only thing that a school will teach them how to be a good worker. That's it. A good worker and, a, and somewhat of a good listener, because you have to listen to the lesson in order to comprehend it. So those are the only two values that you will get out of school. So when they come home from school, you need to be teaching them. When you come home from school, you take your clothes off. You go take a shower. I want you to sit and meditate for a couple of minutes. After you finish meditating, go drink some water. After you do that, go do your homework. You could do like you could have like a half an hour worth of TV and then start doing some more studying. Like the, the what I see the pattern of a whole bunch of uh, parents is they give them a whole bunch of electronics and TVs and all of this extra stuff and they put it in front of them and then they be somewhere else doing whatever that they doing. Like you're not interacting with your child with a uh, with a computer or a video game all the time. When are you going to sit down and really talk to them and find out really what they like to do and what they don't like to do? And why are you so quiet? Like, is there something bothering you? Do is this something that you need me to help you with? Like y'all need to have more conversations with your kids instead of instead of talking at them, you need to talk with your kids. I think that will be one of a great benefits because it'll teach them how to interact with other people. Because I see a lot of the kids, they like they yell at each other. And I'm like, why are they yelling at each other? Shouldn't they be talking, conversing, um, like a, a low tone with each other, respecting each other's conversation? When one person is talking, you be quiet. And when it's your time to talk, then you talk. That's respect. I learned that as an older person. I didn't learn that as a younger person. And I'm telling you, if I learned that as a younger person, I would, like I keep saying in a lot of my podcasts, I would have a lot, I would have had way more productive, probably one or two relationships or probably just one relationship because I would I would have said, I would have known what to do. And then like um, your hygiene, again, like you want to smell good for yourself, but you know, when you keep um, yourself clean, you keep your skin 
um, healthy. Your skin doesn't need all that dirt and stuff on it all the time. So it's good to take showers in the morning. It's good to take showers at night. You know what's the best type of showers to take? Cold showers. Cold showers are great for your skin. If they it, um, I'm Lukewarm, if you can't take a cold shower, lukewarm is okay. But no hot showers. Hot showers are bad for your skin. It dries up your skin and it does it does horrible things to your skin. So so get so start teaching your kids to start cooling down their showers and start promoting that they take showers in the morning because when you take a shower in the morning you're activating your brain. With your child just jumping up, getting out of bed, throwing on their clothes, brushing their teeth and running out the that's they they mom didn't even open up. You ain't even give them no breakfast, and then you ain't you let them wash. No, that's not gonna work. So you you let them you get them up just a little bit early. Make sure you have something for them to eat. Wash. Make sure they washing themselves really good before they leave the house. Make sure they put lotions and proper things. I would recommend um, Vaseline. I don't care what temperature it is. The hotter it is, the less you put on. You just dab it on. And then when it's hot outside, um, instead of drying the body all the way, you dap, you dap your body. And then as you dap in it, just apply just a little bit of Vaseline just to keep your skin from um, cracking up and looking um, ashy. But it's always good to put Vaseline on your skin. Vaseline has some beautiful factors in it that can heal your skin and make your skin just look beautiful. That's one of my um my uh routines that I use with my skin. Like a lot of people think I wear makeup, but um I use I use a lot of Vaseline. Like Vaseline is really good for your skin. I don't care what color you are. Vaseline is the thing that you want to be getting into. And I'm not talking about Vaseline lotion. I'm talking about Vaseline, the thick stuff. That lotion, Vaseline, I don't know. It got too many um, properties that um, can um, conflict with your skin. So I wouldn't really recommend it. I just recommend plain old Vaseline, plain old Vaseline. Um, I used, I was talking about this um, before in my podcast about deodorants. Now, a man um, is okay with deodorants because a man doesn't have a reproduction system. Our reproduction system and our loop system, um, there's um, chemicals in, um, in deodorant that makes it go haywire. Um, that's why if, you have, if you've been having a hard time with having a baby, but you using a boatload of deodorant underneath your arm and then you like it's so caked up that sometimes you don't even wash it off. You just leave it in there. So you just leaving chemicals in your arm, your armpits, your armpits is connected to your breasts. So that's just just I'm just giving you, you know, some data that's anything connected to your breast. You want to keep it as natural as possible you don't want to be having too many chemicals connected to your breast which is your reproductions your reproduction this is what your baby sucks on so the best thing to do is um use um coconut oil um use um lemon you could combine it 
and make a nice little substance to where you can apply it to your um, underneath your arms. What I would suggest is that you just keep your arms shaved because the less hair that you have on your body, the less smells because hair, um, it like it holds sweat. So, you know, if you don't have any hair, it don't have, sweat don't have nowhere to go. And if you have those properties that I just told you, coconut oil and lemon, you know, that's what, you know, they all natural, they natural thing. A lemon grows off the tree and coconut um, oil and coconut grows off the tree. So it's, it's a natural um, herb or a substance that comes from God. You need to be using everything that God has implanted on this earth. You need to put it in your body. My thing is, if you can't swallow it, don't put it on you. If you cannot swallow it, do not put it on you. It was a guy, it was a man who um, actually made Vaseline. And um, he, st he stated that he used to take He's to swallow Vaseline. I wouldn't suggest that you do that, but there's probably some benefit factors um, out of eating Vaseline. It might be. I don't know. But that guy who did it, he lived for a very long time. Um, he would cover his body with Vaseline so you could so you could just imagine how soft he was. But anyway, um, yeah, so that's some of the things that we need to teach our kids. We need to also um, get them into reading, reading things um, that they don't want to read or reading things um, so they can learn different words. Like when you read, you and you're reading books from all over the place, from all different types of people, you know, people vocabulary is uh, sometimes bigger than yours. And if you want to try to grow your vocabulary, the best thing that you should embed into a child is reading. It was this school that I used to go to. It was called A.P. Morrison. And um, it was a, a, a mixture of a school, but it was dominant white. But for the summertime, they had to wear, they had to um, read a certain amount of books during the summer. And I thought that was pretty cool because the people, when they came back from summer, you know, their vocabulary was bigger because all they did was, re was read all the time. They read all different types of books because when you see a word in a book that you can't pronounce, you try to break it down into three different words if you can. And if those three words you can pronounce, you say them all at one time. And that's how you can actually pronounce a big word that you don't know how to pronounce. Or what you can do is you can put it in your Google and your Google will announce it for you. You can write it, the definition down. That will make you understand it more. Start putting it in synthesis. That will make your vocabulary grow bigger. That's something that we need to embed into our young people's um, minds that their vocabulary is what can get them certain type of positions. If you only know three words all the time, and that's all you know is three words, and then you have a, a foreign language and not really too many people speak it, the best thing you need to learn is English. And you need to learn how to speak it properly, not brokenly, properly. So the best thing to do is to learn how to read and be around people who are smarter than you. Don't be around people that talk the same conversations as you because you're going to be just like them with nothing, have nothing and speak just like them. 
I think the reason why my vocabulary got larger is because I used to be around a ver- I used to be around very smart people, and I used to listen to how they speak and how they would use words in a sentence, and it would make me learn new words. It's not somebody trying to beat you up and somebody trying to make you say that you're stupid. No, you should want to know a thousand, a million words, and you should want to know them in different languages too. That's why I I learned a language that's very hard. A lot of people have a very hard time with this language that I learned. It's Arabic. I know how to I know the whole alphabet. I know how to write it in their in their um in their um symbols and all of that. I know how to speak it. I know how to write words. I know how to speak some of their words. Um I know how to uh, recite prayers. Um in Islam is it's, it's, it's a beautiful thing to know different languages other than the language that you're accustomed to all the time. That's a benefit, you know, because it could be somebody that's trying to hurt somebody and you could say something in their language that's calming them and they might not want to do that, you know. But anyway, um, um, that's one of the things that we do need to embed um, with our kids and we need to embed with them with self-love. We need to teach them how to love themselves and not get validation from other people that they are beautiful people, that they're loving people and that, you know, um, so and so and so and so. We need to teach our kids that even if they're by themselves, you're still a beautiful person. You don't become beautiful because you have a husband or you have a wife you are still beautiful regardless if you're with yourself or if you're with someone else we need to teach our kids how to be by ourselves, how to enjoy me time because me time it helps you to to develop relationships with another person because you know what and what you don't want to do so you you choose if you do choose to be with someone you know what and what not to do so it's very important to have me time i'm not saying have it 100 a million times all the time because it it becomes lonely and you don't want your um kids to develop any type of loneliness so the great thing to do for your kids is um teach them how to have self-love teach them how to self-care for themselves teach them how to walk away from things that's not benefiting them you know because sometimes you know um kids will um grow up into adults and they never got taught that you know abuse could be um someone telling telling you that they love you but they're abusing you all the time so that's not a good thing to uh always be um having it's good to um know how to love yourself and know how and know that you're getting loved by someone properly so that is a um a really good lesson that we do need to embed into our young kids and we need to teach them how to be a worker and to be a um a um entrepreneur 
It's always good to go to work for another person. That's always good. But it's also always good to have your own type of um, income or any type of niche that can make you an income. Because anything could happen to this in this world. Anything could go haywire with your job. But if you got a talent or you got an ability, like you know how to clean real good or you know how to paint real good or you know how to um, take care of garden real good. Those are side things that you can make money off of to where you don't have to be completely broke all the time. You could think, okay, I know how to do hair. So, you know, in a week or two, you know, I can make about 50 to $60. Okay. Okay. That's some money that I know I can make in a couple of weeks ago. Okay. So, um, I, I know how to make this. Oh, somebody want me to make it. Oh, now that's a couple of more dollars. And then you could have a job that you go to, you know, it's, I'm not, I'm never saying never don't work for people because I work for people and I think I will still continue on to work for people. But I'm going to always have my own thing where I can generate my own income anytime I feel like it. And that's a great benefit for a young person to embed into a young person. Teach a young person about real estate. Teach a young person about owning things, having deeds to things. Renting is beautiful, but it's also beautiful for you to own property. You can resell it. If you want to go back into an apartment, now you got a lump sum of money and you could be chilling or you could just live in your house and be chilling. You know, it's those things like that need to be embedded into young people's minds to make them great, uh, greater adults. It won't be, it'll be less welfare if we embed embed these things into our young um people on mine teach them teach them things while they're growing up teach them how to sew while they're growing up teach them how to do things that you normally don't teach them to do teach them how to cook oh my gosh it's always good for a man to know how to cook it's always good for a woman to know how to cook but it's especially good when a man know how to cook a man know how to wash himself and a man know how to take care of himself that's always a bonus because if you're teaching them that okay go get a wife and she's going to wash you and wash and eat and wash your clothes and 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 cook for you and all you got to do just sit there no you want to have some parts you want to be doing some diligence into in the relationship you don't want to just be sitting there mute and don't know how to do anything. And this woman has sole control over everything because you don't know how to do anything. So we need to teach our women and our men to be sole proprietors, to be independent. Not um, We don't teach them that, okay, you grow up and you don't get married and you don't have kids. But if you don't get married and you don't have kids, you still going to know how to cook, clean, wash your clothes and be a productive um, adult. Hygiene on point. You know how to go to work on time. You know how to be respectful and you have manners. The end. And we need to also teach our kids how to be respectful to our, our adults. Teach them how to te- teach them how to talk to uh, an adult. Teach them how to respect an uh, adult. But the thing is, this is this is my model. If someone is not giving you respect, you don't have to be disrespectful to them. You just don't have to deal with them. You just get away from that.
You don't have to give them the same disrespect that they giving you. Because that's all sometimes disrespectful people be looking for. They be wanting the same energy that they giving out. And um, my best advice with that is pay it no attention. Because it's energy that they want from you. It's energy that they're seeking. They're validating that type of energy that you have. And the reason why they're being rude or they're doing something just outrageous towards you. It's just because they have self-hate with themselves. So... Don't um teach your kids to dislike people. Don't teach your kids to be racist. Don't teach your kids any nonsense like that. Teach your kids to be loving people, to respect people, and to and to do good deeds. Teach your kids how to do good deeds. Like open the door for older people. S saying hello. If an older person speaks to you, say hello back to them. You know, you don't know what they're going through as an older person and they just need somebody to say hello back to them. They just need somebody to feel that somebody protecting them. So be respectful. That's what I would say. Um, that's the um, grounds of building up a good adult. Um, start, just start talking to these kids, you know, they'll tell you exactly what's going on. Don't yell at them because when you yell at kids, you're not going to get anything from them. They're going to just Tell you whatever that's going to make you feel okay. But the best thing that you could do is just talk with them. Um, try to come down to their level of conversations so they could be comfortable to talk to you about anything. Because um, what was real hard um, with me talking with my mother is because she was always like yelling and screaming. And I was like, ah. Oh. Like, I wanted to come and tell her, like, so much stuff about me, but I was like, all she's going to do is yell and scream. So that's not always a good thing of yelling and screaming and beating and um, putting them on. I mean, putting them on punishment is a great thing. Taking away their video games is a great thing. Beating them half to death is not a great thing. You could pop them. You could punch them. I'm not saying you beat them up like they in a ring and you Mike Tyson. I'm just saying, like, you could pop them. Hey, pop. Hey, sit down. You know, not just not repeatedly like they not a child. Like I told you from the last podcast, the children, they bodies are very well. Um, they're way more fragile than an adult body is. And you sitting there sending them blows like you could be shaking a brain. You could be hurting a liver. You could be hurting all type of organs on a body. You don't know what the heck you doing to these kids. And then they grow up and then they and, and they got problems, mental problems. They got physical problems because they've been beat all their life. Or, or they just have mental problems because they've been beat all their life. You know, I, I met a younger person. And I had asked him, I said, why it always look like you mad all the time? Then you want to hear what he said to me? He said, my upbringing was not nice. So I have nothing to smile about. I said, wow. I told him, I'm sorry for whoever did. I apologize to him for whoever did whom, what they did to him. That's sad. He a nice looking brother. And all he do is have a frown all the time. That's crazy. We need to do better with our kids. They are our kids. Listen, if you don't want your kid, don't go abort it. Go abort it. 
I'm all for that. Don't be bringing kids in this this world that you're going to neglect and abuse and make them feel like they're not special. You know, Elon Musk, right? He said, I, he said, my kids owe me nothing. I decided to have kids, so I owe them everything. I be hating when kids, when, when people be rich and they be like, they ain't giving their kids nothing or nothing like that. Why not? Why you not? If your kid is a good kid, they they go to school, they get honor room, they clean, they do their chores, they respectful. Why aren't you, why are you not gifting them? That's when they supposed to be gifted. So the thing is, um, I think we just really need to just be uh, a little bit more careful how we talk and speak towards our kids. We need to be more loving towards our kids. We just need to just have love and serenity. We need to let them meditate. It's good for kids when they're young to sit in silence and just manifest whatever that they like to do, manifest it. But it it comes from meditation, sitting in silence, learning yourself, breathing, the way you breathe. It helps with everything. Good sounds to listen to. I'm not saying that um, the music is corrupt, but when you allow them to indulge in it and you allow them to make it a part of their life, then it's corrupting. I know I know kids that are very well behaved and they speak very well and they get on a row. They listen to music, but they their parents don't let them consume it. They just let them listen to, okay, you listen to, okay, now turn it off. Now let's go um, do our homework or something like that. No, we not, the parent is not jumping around the house, singing songs and stuff like that. Cause I know once I have a baby, all of that, all of this, like all this music and stuff that I like to sing and all this stuff that I like to say, uh, it's getting cut out. I'm not going to be saying no stuff like that around my child. Cause they going to mimic. They going to repeat and do everything that they see you doing because they looking at you like you are a superhero because you are a superhero. So you so if you want to be a mother or a father, just know you a superhero. So you got to watch everything that you do. You got to watch what you say sometimes around these kids. You got to watch what you're doing around these kids. Like some of the stuff that these parents do around these kids is I'll be like, wow. I'm like, that's why they grown like that. That's why they do stuff like that. Look what you doing. Look what you do around them. You crazy. Y'all got to build these kids up to be a little bit better and just beating on them and, and telling them that they awful and telling them that they not beautiful and never complimenting them. All you doing is setting them up for failure. You're going to make them, you're going to make their self-esteem be bad. You're going to make them feel like it's, it's no such thing of real love. It's no such thing of nobody loving them and caring for them because all they seen all their life was betrayal and um, um trauma. So we got to get out of that part and we got to start healing our kids and making them more productive and making them more loving, make them smile more, not with material things, but with compliments. You know, son, you 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 look real handsome today. 
Or you know what, son? I like the I like the way you pronounce that word. That's a good word, son. You need to start. You need to read more of them books. I like I like how you sound. Like talking like that to your kids is motivation. That'll make them want to go learn more. That'll make them want to go get an A on a um test. That'll make them want to go in there study. That'll make them want to go do more because they, they oh I get good compliments and I get a gift too. Oh gosh amazing so let's just learn how to love our kids and appreciate our kids and let them hear good things like my thing is if you have a kid and they in a bad neighborhood you know sometimes that's stuff that you know you can't it's out of your hand but while but while is while anything is in under your control you keep them full with joy happiness you try to keep all of that negative and negative talk and negative spirits away from them. Try to keep them as pure and happy and fun, 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 fun. A kid supposed to be having fun. I mean, they supposed to do their homework and stuff like that. But the, the main objective of a kid is to have fun. You don't supposed to be no drill master at no five years old. You don't supposed to be drill master. <laughs> They supposed to be having fun. They supposed to play. They they don't supposed to play in Vaseline and lotion and stuff like that. That means that you just you're not giving them no activities to play with. You're not giving them nothing to play with. Like it's these white people that I follow. I'm sorry to say it like that, but it's these white people I follow on TikTok, and they make like little projects for the the um the toddler to play with instead of like getting into sockets and stuff like that they make like wall things they put stuff on the wall and the toddler go over there and play with it or they um they make like um clips to where they got to take the clips off and put the clips on another thing you know just keep their mind moving and active and like they they have to find the ball so they put the ball there show them the ball and then they and then they're trying to have to find it's so cute cuz i'm like yo they they're teaching them how to be sh- real smart kids and they only toddlers they doing this to toddlers. I could just imagine what they gonna do to them when they when they when they um one and two years old. They probably be reading big dictionaries at one and two years old and comprehending it. Why wouldn't you want your child to be super smart like that? You know, it's kids 12, 13 years old graduating from high school, college. Bump high school, they graduating from high school at nine and they in college at 13. Why wouldn't you want your kid to be like that? You know how many um, um, scholarships and money could come to your 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 house because you don't grew up a super kid. Now this kid could create a a, a cure for cancer, AIDS, or whatever the case, Alzheimer's and what else ever diseases that we trying to fight. Don't you want your kids to be in that realm of being a creator or creating something or helping people? Who can't, they've been trying to come up with a cure for 20 years. And here come this smart kid you on raised and he got a cure now. Or she got a cure now. It's this black doctor. He was the first doctor to perform giving somebody back their hearing. And it's a success. They can hear now. Wouldn't you want your child to be like that? Yes. Why wouldn't? I would want... A whole football of smart kids.
And he was a black man too. He's not a white surgeon. He's a black surgeon who gave somebody back their hearing that they never had before. That is mind-boggling. But I'm, I'll guarantee his parents was probably just like them white people teaching them little things when he was a little kid, teaching them little things as a toddler and teaching them things as a young adult for him to be that smart. He didn't just wake up out the womb and say, oh, I'm going to be. No, they was they was in the womb talking to him, um, rubbing him, giving him good sounds, making him feel good. Y'all just take these kids. Y'all have them. Y'all treat them like they money. Y'all get these men. They put them on child support. And that's all it be. And then they be in the corner somewhere eating glue or something like that. And then you wonder why they, they old now and all they do is bang their head on the walls all damn day. Look what you did to them as a child. You treated them like they was a benefit. And that's and they seen that that's all that they was. You ain't never try to educate them. So you ain't even try to take none of that benefit that you was getting from that man and try to make him a better person. You just went and got your nails and your lace wigs done. And now you mad at the world because they don't do nothing. They lazy. That's your fault. You know what? I you one thing about my mother is I always watched her work. She always was running around working. So in the so in the back of my mind, that's that made me say, okay, and I seen that she had all of these nice things. We didn't live poor. We lived in a big house, but she always worked though. So in the back of my mind, I said, oh, I gotta work. I, that, that's how I'm gonna be getting things. I can't sit around and let somebody bring me it. I gotta go to work. That's one thing I could say that a valuable thing that she taught all of us that we have to work and we have to learn how to cook. We have to learn how to cook and we have to learn how to work. Working and cooking. It was something. It got me through something. I'm not hungry. I know how to go and make me something to eat. I know how to go and find things that will make me look healthy to eat. That came from them embedding food and working. In my head. Because that's all I seen them do. I seen them in the kitchen with a whole bunch of vegetables. And they was putting it in a pot. And then they went to work. That's what they did. Anything else outside of that. It probably wasn't productive. It probably didn't um, help with anything. But them, them two soul things is what I always seen. My grandmother, my grandfather, my aunts. All of them. They all hustle. They all went out and worked and made and, and came back home and, 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 and with vegetables and stuff like that and, 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 and food and cooked. So, you know, if you're not embedding nothing in your kids, embed at least something. At least, okay, learn know how to cook real good. Because if they know how to cook real good, somebody tastes their food. Ooh, can you come cook for me? Now they got a job because they know how to cook. Y'all need to embed some skillful skills into y'all kids so they could be productive and, and, and the economy will be productive. Mm -hmm. If you're making them lazy, they're going to be lazy. Period. So, I hope um, that um, the this guy who told me to talk about 
development of kids and how to save kids. I hope um, he smiled at this while he's listening to it because um, I hope that, you know, um, you know, I hope that I, I, I put some type of input or manifest something into a younger kid that, you know, their mother is not um, manifesting it and their mother is not giving them type no type of sauce. You know, sometimes, you know, even if your mother or your parents is not smart, won't you make them smart with you? Like if you a young kid and you smart and you see that your parent is not smart, teach them. Y'all both can sit there and learn together. Y'all both can sit there and learn how to speak English. Y'all both can sit there and learn how to speak another language. Y'all can do homework together. Like, y'all need to be more family. Not just, I have kids. No, that's my family. Be more active with your family. Like, the way you be active with these strangers and you give your time and your effort to these strangers, do that much for your kids. And I guarantee everybody will take care of each other. It's like a circle of life. I'm going to go back to the Lion King. You see how he walked his little cub around and was showing him things, trying to show him how to hunt, showing him where not to go, telling them the circle of life and what happens when the antelope eats, when the lion eats the antelope and then the antelope um um, the grass eat the antelope and then it's just a circle of life. Everybody's eating everything and everybody's everything is returning back to its natural state. It's the circle of life. And that's what we need to embed in our kids. Get your vocabulary up. Learn things that you don't want to learn because they are beneficial to you in the long run. You're going to need it in the long run. You might not need it right now, but, but longer, the longer you live, you're going to be like, oh, man, I already know how to do this because my mother taught me this. Now, now you ain't even got to go to school and you ain't, even, you ain't even got to talk to nobody because you know how to do it. Because your mother was a good teacher. She was a good superhero. Your father was a good teacher and your father was a good super, superhero. Talk to your kids. Talk to your kids like they are grown, even when they're a little baby. That's developing a mind to be to move a little faster than other people. They start using more parts in their brain when you when you teaching them things. You want your kids to be using more parts of the brain. Ninety um, 97% of the people in this world only use about an atom of their brain. Let's break that um, thing and make it be uh, only 3%. Make, and make that 97% they're using more parts of their brain. The more parts that you use of the brain, the more amazing things that you could do in front of people. And then they'll be looking at you like, yo, you an alien. No, you're not an alien. You're just using all of the brains that you're supposed to be using. Because back in the day, they used a lot more parts of their brain. And their brain was a lot more larger, too. That's what elevate, um elevation or uh, just like the atmosphere or whatever that they putting in developing or whatever, you know, it's, it's stronger. It's like, we used to be bigger too. Like we was bigger people. Uh, we had prettier hair. It's like, it's just, it's everything, the atmosphere, everything, the stuff that we're teaching them, the stuff that we're mixing together to make more of it. It's just killing everything. It's killing everything natural. We need to get back to our natural state. They be like, oh, you got to be from another country to have pretty hair. No, you do not. 
people that was in America had the most beautiful hair, the most beautiful skin. Dude, please do not get it twisted. Please don't get it twisted. We was the beautifulest people. And that's what I be trying to tell people. Like, it's been some, it's beautiful people that, that's from the United States of America. And they not mixed with anything. They from the United States of America. What do you mean? <laughs> anyway, um, like I said, my grandma, she was born in 1938. 1938. So if her mother, if her mother was here in the 18th centuries, and then her mother was here in the 17th centuries, I seen a picture. I seen how pretty their hair was. Their hair was pretty long, thick. They wasn't mixed with nobody but black people. So just be a little bit more educated. Just go to the library and read books that you just don't care to read. Just read them just to read them. Go, in, go up to the high, high, high parts of the library and read some of them books. You'll find out. That there's some sauce and some magic in them books that you need to know because it'll enlighten you or where you from and what they used to do and what they used to eat or why they was healthy like that. Like it's it's amazing once you open up a book and you start seeing yourself in it. And they you, and they start describing you in these books. It was very um nice talking with you guys, especially you younger guys. Um I just want you to be better adults because what's going on right now is the TV is raising the kids and that's why the kids act the way that they are or the radio station is raising the kids and that's why they act the way that they are. So we need to get back to the way our grandmother and her grandmother used to raise us. And um, I guarantee there'll be a lot more smarter 12 and 13 year olds graduating from college and 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 being productive in the world and have a nice day